everybody. Welcome back to the Freedom and Scrubs podcast. Welcome back. And for those of you who are first-time listeners... Welcome. Welcome to the podcast. Welcome we, to our home. Welcome to our home. Literally, we're in our bedroom surrounded by clean laundry that Aaron has to start folding soon. I do. <laughs> I always say... I actually just said it on our Instagram story that we're literally and figuratively airing out our dirty laundry. Except it's clean. Right, but it's more fun to say dirty. Okay. You can get on board with that. We are your hosts, Kim and Aaron G., we are healthcare travelers and the creators of the online course for healthcare travelers, Travelers School. How many times can we say travelers in one sentence? I know. It's good. Uh, Seven points of contact. Right? Yeah. If we just like keep saying it over and travelers over again, school, it will like sink yeah. in. Like we can, people can like play it while they go to bed. Like right. Travelers School. <laughs> Join Travelers School. Um, but there's so much more though. What else do we do? We are Podcast, the... speakers, um... Soon to be Freedom and Scrubs Adventure. We are planning our first adventure trip with our community of travel friends. We are going to hike the Inca Trail. And uh, yeah, with our people inside of our Facebook group, Travel A Freedom and Scrubs, which is an awesome community of healthcare travelers. Also, our One ins- more time. Instagram family has been coming out That's as true. well. That's true. And Insta. Um, but I just want to say... Honestly, this episode is brought to you by joy. Being joy. in your joy. Whoa. Because I'm just, I'm pumped. Like, I'm just pumped. Like, yeah. I haven't been this pumped in a long time for a lot of things, a lot of different reasons. Um, and, you know, we, Kim and I do, it's Sunday that we're recording this. Per usual. Per usual. Just got um, done with a run. Just got done with a run. But, you know, we start our morning, our Sunday mornings off with, we call it Gibson Soul Sunday. Um, and we try to pick a podcast and we listened to two of our favorite people today, um, Gabby Bernstein and Lewis Howes on the School of Greatness. Excellent podcast. Just Lewis was like on point with his questions. He's Gabby, an amazing interviewer. He is. And he was just on a different level. I think he's he just, was feeling it, man. He was in it to win it. He was. And he was asking all the right questions. Mm-hmm. Everything that I wanted to know. Gabby was on point um, was as, good, yeah. as she always is. Um, but it really just lit me up, and she was talking about her book, Super Attractor, which I've yet to read. It's on my next um, docket to to listen to, but I, I just feel like I'm in that joy space, and, and it's so right what she was saying, is when you are in that joy, when you do feel good, good things happen to you. Yeah. You attract what you're putting out there. Yeah. You know, you attract what you're focusing on, mm-hmm. and when you're happy and you feel good, and you feel joyful, you just attract more of that into your life, I which agree. is, I a hundred million percent stand behind that because I, I know it firsthand for myself. Uh, agreed. You know, I mean, you can um, think about it when you feel like crap, you don't want to do anything. Well, right? when you're like down and anxious or depressed or angry or in a bad mood or whatever the emotion is and you stay in that. You just attract more of it. And sometimes we have to stay in it. Sometimes oh. we have to get through it. And that's sometimes totally fine. Sometimes it feels fine. good to be there. Yeah, of <laughs> course. And then when you're ready to come out of it, you'll start to see things lift. But when we're in that space, like you you, you attract what you're putting out there. Yeah. Anyways, that was a weird tangent to go on. but I felt it. Yeah. It. I love it. Yeah. Um, it kind of leads into this episode because we're super excited about this episode because we put this out there to our community and we weren't sure, so we had four different topics for them to choose from, and creating a side hustle was one of the topics, and that got such an overwhelming response of people wanting to know more about. 
Which is crazy because, again, this is, say it with me, healthcare travelers. Oh, my God. Um, this is a healthcare traveler community. We should turn and it into a drinking game. It, we should. <clears throat> um, and it was crazy to have, you know, some logistical trainings for travelers, uh, some different topics in there, and then just throw this whammy in with number four of, like, creating a side hustle. Yeah. Which is something that we're super passionate about talking about. Clearly. And the fact that our healthcare traveler audience wanted this was just, like... I was like, I couldn't have manifested this even any any better. <laughs> well, yeah, and so this is a this is kind of a little bit of a different episode because we have notes and because we really wanted to try to add as much value as possible. Like, we are all about a side hustle. We are entrepreneurs. We are all about creating, you know, uh, a passion, like bringing a passion project to life. You know, doing work and spending time, doing things that feel good, adding value to people's lives, making some money on the side. We're all about that. And so we really sat down and tried to think of like, what do we want to say on this podcast that would be helpful for people that are thinking about, you know, what is a side hustle, what they could do, and some steps to help people start thinking about it to get started. Right. So we have some notes. And we're just let's just kind of let's just dive in. I feel like we have a lot to get let's to. Do it. Yeah, let's roll. Um, and so you know, first I kind of we just wanted to start with for us in particular, the reason we started traveling is because we felt stuck in a life that we didn't want to live. As far as we knew that there was more than just working 40 hours a week, taking two weeks off a year, really just trying to make ends meet. And to be dead honest, our jobs serve a purpose and we're grateful for them, but I'm not passionate Mm. about ultrasound. I'm not, I don't wait, jump out of bed ready to scan all day. Like it is not my joy space. And so, and I know you felt the same way about IR. Absolutely. And so one of the reasons why we started traveling is because we wanted to see what else was out there and to explore other options where we could be creative and find other ways to what? Make a difference. Make a difference, make money. We've always wanted to do something different besides the jobs that we've currently been doing. Let me jump in here. I literally, I remember one of the first, you know, questions is I was so happy that you answered the the way that you did because I said in 20 years looking, you know, down the future line, could you see yourself in this same place? Could you see yourself waking up and doing ultrasound? And what is that next step for you? And what does that even mean? And you were like, no, like that's not what I want to do. And then to be excited because you and I do have beautiful careers and there are a lot of people out there like think, God, that there are people out there that just wake up and love doing what they're doing because that helps and serves that population that needs it. We just know that that was just a stepping stone for us. Mm-hmm. So to have that clarification, being married, owning a home, doing the things that we did and knowing that this wasn't our end step, because if you would have been like, no, I love it, like that would have really been difficult. Exactly. And so... Back then, we didn't call it a side hustle. No. We weren't like, let's find a side hustle. Let's find a passion project. Like we didn't, we didn't have the language around it. But when we started, when we made the decision to travel, we were on a hunt 
to find more creative outlets and things that we are passionate about that we eventually could step into and do full time. That was our that was one of our big goals and big reasons for starting to travel. Massively. Now, I want to say too is that you may not, you may love what you do. So if you're listening to this and you love, you know, being a nurse or you love being a sonographer or whatever it is that you do and you're not necessarily looking to replace your current job and do something else. But you're interested in maybe bringing one of your passions to life and doing it on the side and making some extra cash and being able to, you know, have a vacation fund or pay off debts or whatever that is, right? So this isn't just about, oh, I want to replace my full-time job. That's what we want. But side hustles are just about, you know, whether you want to do it full-time or do it on the side. It's a creative outlet where you can um, help other people and make money, essentially, yeah, right? Absolutely. Okay. Yeah, I think we just kind of jumped into that. I just, I was just going to add too, you know, again, when we started traveling, we, we really, me personally, I wanted to see what else was out there because, you know, you, you get in your bubble and you don't know what you don't know. And so really getting out there and seeing different cultures, having more time to explore that, not having to work, you know, five days a week, seven days a week, taking call, only having four days off a month. There, there's really no time to really take a step back and really see what else is out there. And so traveling really gave us that opportunity to work a base of five days a week, eight hours a day without taking a ton of call and really having that extra time to really explore. And not only that, meet new people, see new businesses, see new ventures, explore new things, find new passions. And, and that's really kind of, was it for me? Well, and I think that's why we said, you know, kind of the, uh, how we put it out there and even the name of this podcast is, starting as why it's great to start a side hustle as a traveler Mm -hmm. and just you know jumping ahead just a little bit but traveling just to piggyback on what you just said like traveling cracks you open Mm -hmm. traveling gets you out of your comfort zone it allows you to peel back the layers and explore different parts of yourself that may may have been untapped or weren't brought up to the surface because as a traveler, you're out of your comfort zone. You're meeting new people. You're going new places. You get to experience all these different things that you normally wouldn't do with you were just at home in your hometown, us being in Florida, working at Baptist, being around family, being around like, you know, our, our friend group. And that's all, you know, traveling breaks you out of this bubble that allows you to explore other things that you would never have known before. And I think that's kind of what's cool because it allows all these new creative things to come in that you could be like, wow, I really love this. I would love to, you know, do this on the side or do this more or whatever. Well, right. And we also talk about it too, that traveling, like we said, is such a blessing because you do, I mean, coming from Florida, you make a lot more money than you do working full time in Florida as you do as a traveler. And so that has become our venture capitalist. That has become our investor. We didn't have to just be like, all right, what do we want to do? We have to quit and get loans and get investors. Like This has allowed us to ride the wave of finding that passion while making a lot more money, which then allows us to invest in whatever we want to do of, of bringing that passion to life. Right. And like you said, <clears throat> we get to take, it's our choice, obviously, but we have the option to take a lot of time off as travelers. So 
if you want to, if you're, you know, working on some kind of a project that you're like, wow, I'm really loving this. This is really great. I want to take a whole month off and just dedicate every waking hour to this and then I'll take another contract. We have that freedom and flexibility as travelers, whereas a full-time gig, you can't do that. You get two weeks a year. Like you're not taking a month off of work. Like that's not going to happen. So I think that's another really cool thing as travelers is we get the time, we get the freedom, we get the um, experiences where we're out of our comfort zone trying new things, which only cracks you open to all kinds of different things. Mm -hmm. So it's just kind of this like beautiful, um, like, what's the word I'm looking for? Just unity, like a container to Mm -hmm. support somebody wanting to do something like this, right? Okay, we jumped ahead a little bit, but let's Kind of just take it a step back. So okay. what is a side hustle? But I think that's such a buzzword right now. Again, like we never called it that. I never thought of that. But now everyone's like, I'm working on my side hustle. Like mm-hmm. everybody's got a side hustle. So what exactly is a side hustle? Yeah, no, I think it can be it can be anything. We're seeing a lot of people that, that sell certain things like um, beauty products, um, protein powders, CBD oils, um, also affiliate Skincare, affiliate marketing yeah different things like that but there's also that side hustle of you know learning the guitar and being good at the guitar and then being like wow I like teaching and so I want to teach lessons online or do gigs at bars do on the gigs weekends at bars on weekends or just good it's anything it's anything that you want to do on the side that is a creative outlet for you to and eventually to make some extra money doing that's kind of the hustle part is it's not a hobby right because we all have hobbies of things that we like to do but the intention with a side hustle is something you like to do on the side meaning uh in you know you work a full-time job and then on your free time you're doing something you like to do to make some extra money for whatever the reason is you want to make that extra money yeah right so if your hobby is playing guitar right your side hustle to make some extra money is lessons or doing booking gigs because you love it and you're having fun and you're making extra money. So it's anything you're doing on the side, whether you want to step into that and do it full time or you just want to do it on the weekends or whatever it is, that's essentially what a side hustle is. Extra money to do whatever it is that you want to do. Well, and I think nowadays too, it's really cool because the, the I mean, obviously the online world makes it a lot easier for people to jump out there and and do what they want to do and do it either for a side hustle or do it for fun, which then could eventually lead down that path if that's where you want to go. Yeah. I mean, YouTube makes it easy for people that love to go and film and make videos just as a creative project. Yeah. And then you never know where that leads because a lot of this stuff, these side hustles, come out of nowhere. They, they, They literally just kind of build upon themselves because when you're doing something that you love to do that's fun, there's no connection to the outcome. So you're just doing it and the online world allows you to be seen and then who knows where that goes. There's, with the online world today, it is just insane the amount of opportunity that there is. It is just, you can, you have, you have an audience of the globe. Yeah. Essentially. You know, like and it's the, only gonna like, get better. Instead of being a, a going back to the guitar, like you could do a gig up here at the local, you know, brewery, great. But you could also do a YouTube channel mm-hmm. and get millions of people 
to see your art, to see your work, to see your music. This is like a phenomenon that is rapidly growing, Mm -hmm. but there's so many opportunities now to get your work out there to so many people. There's a girl in our group, I forget her name, do you remember her name, who created these awesome planners. Oh gosh. I know, I'm I'm so bad with names. Um, But she created these awesome planners for travelers. Is it Renee? I forgot. Um, But she created these planners for travelers specifically because she's a planner herself. And she saw all of these things that she was trying to keep track of during assignments because we're always on the go and we're in transition. And she created this. And then she has our Facebook group and other traveler Facebook groups. They're all online. And she's able to talk about it, share it, sell it. And... Her side hustle is helping her make some extra money. And instead of just like going into the hospital and being like, I have a planner. Now she can talk to thousands of travelers in one fail swoop. That is the like beauty of the freaking internet, man. And on top of that, she has a niched audience. She's not trying to find it. She's not trying to ask because traveler, it's a traveler like specific, specific planner. Yeah. Like, what did I learn from this travel assignment? What are my shifts? What's my call shifts? Like, what do I need to learn? What are little specifics that, like, and she incorporated it all, and it is literally cover to cover an amazing thing for 13 weeks that you can even hang on to and build upon. Right. Genius. Even us, you know, this new venture that we're doing where we want to do, we are doing a trip, an adventure trip for travelers, specific. And that idea, we've been, we've actually been talking about this for years and years and years. It's always been something that we're like, wow, like how cool would this be? Because we love traveling ourselves. I'm a planner, planner, planner at heart. I love planning. I love details. I love logistics. I love creating itineraries. I love finding the best of the best of the best things to do and see. Like I just enjoy it. Yeah. I enjoy creating experiences and leading a group. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, what a beautiful balance, right? Because you can take the lead when we're on the ground and I take the lead behind the scenes. Mm -hmm. And it's, and it's something that we just naturally love to do. And so to be able to get a group of travelers together where again, you're signing up for a trip with other like-minded travelers. So you're not showing up to a random group of people you don't know. It's people that you know, or maybe you just know from online, but you're gonna connect with them and you're not gonna be alone. This is great for solo travelers who don't wanna plan, who don't want to um, do something alone. Cause there's a lot of nerves and fears yeah. around that. So anyways, All of that came from that idea of like, oh my gosh, how great would it be to plan a group where all of, we get a small group of travelers and we all go do something together. And so what do we do? Instead of, you know, only being able to go in the hospital and see if anybody's interested, we get into our Facebook group and just ask if people would be interested in this. And we end up getting hundreds. Hundreds. Of people that are like, oh my God, this is great. Oh my God. Yes, 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 yes. And It's just such a unique time that we're all connected in this way where you can have a really cool idea and be able to bring it to life quickly. Yeah. Well, think what you want about social media. Like I I see social media in a totally different aspect. Like it's the one place that not only can you connect with 
people that you would never be connected to, mm-hmm. mentors. Um, you can visibly see people doing steps in in front of you that you're like, wow, like that's really cool. There's yeah. a pathway. And then not only that, having the availability to reach out to healthcare travelers that are around the U.S. that you've never face-to-face met, but you know due to social media, like that is such a beautiful thing that you build community and that's what it's built for. It's just, unfortunately, when anytime you do something, there's also negative spins and positive spins. But if you really look at what social media has done for people that do have these side hustles, that have these passions, that have these things to step out there and go big, like social media is the best trampoline for that. It allows you to connect with your people. 100%. Period. End of story about whatever it is you want to share about. And I think that's super cool. Yep. A side note that I want to say is that we kind of touched on this a little bit earlier, but, you know, a lot of people, there there is a market and there is a whole movement around affiliates and people selling particular products. Mm -hmm. And it's a way for them to talk and share about something that they use themselves. Again, another side note under that, if you're ever going to sell anything, period, no matter if it's a product, a course a planner, I don't care what it is, you have to be behind it a million percent and you have to believe in whatever you're selling and you have to love it, be obsessed with it and use it yourself. If you are just trying to sell something that you've never used or like you're just whatever about just to make a quick buck. Because it's a trend. People will smell that and if it's not authentic, it's not going to be a successful experience. I just I just can't say that enough. Do, don't ever sell something you don't 100% believe in. Agreed. I mean, I saw a commercial last night for Neutrogenics. Mm-hmm. It's like a male testosterone booster. And it was basically Doug Flutie, who's like a huge sports guy. Frank Thomas, huge sports guy. And then a Hall of Fame sports guy. And they're talking about Neutrogenics and saying like how it boosts them and they're in the best yeah, shape. Yeah, like do they really and use I've it? And I actually... I've done Neutrogenics and nothing like it's a placebo pill and that's my personal opinion but I'm just thinking to myself guys come on like do you really feel this way and the way they're talking about you can smell that it's just like they're the spokespeople yeah they're sponsored they're sponsored they most likely I don't know this for a fact but don't use it but you could feel that yeah and you can feel it, and that's a difference. Like, if you don't 100% believe in what you're selling is going to add value to somebody's life because it's added value to your life first, don't waste your time. Absolutely. And so, but what I was getting at is that there's this whole movement around this, and you can sell pretty much anything. Like, if you love, um, I use orga- I take Organifi every day. I love it. I'm obsessed with it. I could easily reach out to the company and become an affiliate for them, right? That could be a side hustle. A protein powder. I'm obsessed with certain protein powders. I could reach out and become an affiliate. That's a way to make extra money, which basically means I'm going to share about it. And if people use my link to buy it, they, I get a kickback, right? There's so many different things that you can do which are, there? there's great ideas. Again, if you really love whatever it is that you're affiliating, affiliating for, we're not going to dive into this side of things on this episode when we're giving like tips and, and all that, because we wanted this to be more about passion projects and creating something from yourself of what you like to do and a creative outlet and turning that into a side hustle. So that it's not about becoming an affiliate of something. Does that make sense? And it's more or less how to get clear on what it is that you want to do. Right. Right? 
steps to take to get clear. Yeah. Yeah. Of being creative. Absolutely. Okay. So where are we here? Shoot, I don't know. I mean, basically. Wait for it. Wait Hold for on. it. Oh yeah, I remember. Okay, this I just want to end it on this is that even though we're not going to dive deep into this on this episode, I think it is a really cool way to make some extra cash. And we see this a lot with like influencers, I'm quoting. That's a big thing. Influencer marketing is huge right now. On YouTube huge. and on, on Instagram and, and all of that. But if you are, if you love like a certain sunglass, like blender sunglasses <laughs> or nomadic backpack. I'm naming things you love. Yeah. Under Armour. I, Under <laughs> Armour. Under Armour, if you're listening, you could sponsor us. Yeah. Um, I'd be, that's one of my like pipe dreams. You've been literally talking about being uh, sponsored by Under Armour. We've been together, what, 12 years? I swear from like day one. Well, I'm sitting here in front of this podcast wearing an Under Armour, like under shirts, an Under Armour shirt, an Under Armour uh, shorts, Under Armour underwear, Under Armour leggings, and Under Armour socks. Head to toe, every day, every yeah. day. So yeah. Under Armour headband. So if you were bands. ever really sponsored by Under Armour, like it's real deal. You clearly love the company well, like you it, always have, and it's a really good example. Like I beat my clothes up with working out and, and going crazy, and I, I wash them all the time, and they never fade. They never like tear. I know they're the best quality stuff, and they're, they're light. Quality. So again, that's that's. Me just explaining what I love about it. I'm not like selling them and then all of a sudden the stuff's going to rip and tear and it's crap. Like this is my personal belief behind it. Right. So it's easy to sell it. Right. Okay. So just to, to wrap up this thought is this is a great way if you're if you want to dip your toe in and you would like to make a little extra cash and it's something you already talk about or you already love. Like, for instance, I always talk about vital proteins to people when just in conversation, even on my Instagram, when I'm, you know, making a smoothie because it's I've used this product for years and years and years. So reaching out and getting a special link when you talk about it, you can send people to go buy it with your link and you get a kickback. OK, so. That's definitely a great way to jump into the game and make some extra cash. David's Tea. Oh my gosh. You should have got a kickback from them. Why? You sold so much matcha, like matcha powder. Mint matcha. Oh I my was God. obsessed. I told everybody who would listen over and over again how obsessed I was with this tea. I got so many people to get into it. Oh my gosh, I totally should have, but I was obsessed with it. And when you're obsessed with something, you will talk about it all damn day. Exactly. And I, you know, and I think maybe we should just mention here too is like, Selling isn't a negative thing. Say that again. Selling isn't a negative thing. I think there's a negative connotation about selling. But selling is simply sharing about something you believe in that you think will add value to someone else's life. And it's the way to get it out there so people have access to it. Period. It is literally, if you believe in something to your core, it is a disservice not to share it. Mm -hmm. Period. The reason that there is a negative connotation around selling is because you're basically trying to manipulate somebody of something that you know they don't need just to make a dollar. Mm -hmm. And that right there is the line. That is the line in the sand. Between, that's not what we're about. That's not what we're about. Yeah. And again, if, Nobody, if you have something, okay, I'll use traveler school as an example. Okay. We created a course for travelers called traveler school. And it is what 
I dreamed of when we 100%. first started traveling because I am very type A. I'm a planner. I like all the all the information, like peeling back layers, details, going micro, having everything I need right in front of me where I can follow a process. That is how my brain works. Aaron makes fun of me because I, I get so like micro with the details and I always like want to know all the things right away. There was nothing like it that existed. So we created it because it's what I what I truly wanted, right? And it's such a service and adds so much value to the travelers out there who are like me, who do appreciate signing up for something and, and having everything they need all in one place and feeling that support and that container that they can always go to and know that they are they 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 are gonna go into this experience fully prepared with everything they need, right? So we created this and it's something that we deeply, deeply believe adds value <laughs> to the traveler's experience. <laughs> Hands down. I know that to every like cell in my body. So if we didn't quote unquote sell it or talk about it, it would be a disservice to the traveling community for the travelers who dream about it. The travelers like me seven years ago that would dream about something, making it so easy for them. So if we don't talk about it, we don't sell it. Nobody knows. And right. it's a disservice to the people that would, that are benefit benefiting from it and are getting so much value. So in this sense, yes, we are selling something, mm -hmm. but we are selling something that is serving other people. 100%. I mean, you and I talked about it last night. We had a discussion last night about the fact that you have a passion, you find somebody that's doing it, and I said to you, what about the art of figuring it out yourself? Mm -hmm. And you said, why would I do that when I can just reach out and get the information I need immediately? Yep. And that was something that I was just like, holy crap, that's basically what we did with Traveler School. Yep. We not only provided you everything you need to know to be a traveler, but we also provided you that outlet that when you do have a question, you have somebody that is seasoned, that's been there, that's willing to support you, that you can reach out and willingly get the information to to carry you throughout your journey. Right. And we just, it's funny how we just miraculously, you know, obviously that's what we wanted to create for ourselves and it came out because that's what we're doing. Right. Exactly. We saw a gap in the market. We filled it because it's what we wanted and it's, it's serving so many amazing travelers. And so we could have created this amazing thing, but if we didn't want to sell it, nobody would know about it. And what good is that doing? Same thing. And again, this isn't like a an ad for traveler school, but it's such a great example of like selling is not bad. You don't have to buy anything. Nobody's Correct. making you buy anything, right? But nobody is ever going to know about anything unless somebody else is talking about it. Us consumers, that's how we find things. That's how we buy things. That's how we consume things is from people talking about it and sharing about it and selling it. And then we're like, oh, this is for me. Awesome. And I love that because that's another thing for creating a side hustle is, is honestly, when you're first getting started, you feel like you want everybody to have it, but really understanding that what you created and who you created that for. We understand that it is not for everybody. There are right? people out there that want to figure things out themselves, that want to make mistakes on their own and learn from that. And I, I actually respect those people. That's freaking phenomenal. If that is you, then fine. Travel school is not for you. But there are the people that are like Kim that need traveler school because yes. they don't thrive without it. 
And I would, it's not that they don't thrive without it, but well, you know what I, mean. I, I want to learn in the most efficient way possible. That's how my brain works. Right. Right. And so, how do you again, relate that back to just whatever you're doing? What do you mean? I'm just saying, like, we're, we're talking about travel school because that's something that we were talking about, but how does that relate, like, in a way of a, of a, message? I think it just goes back to the selling part of it. Like, right. you know, for instance, one of our favorite teachers, Gabby Bernstein. Yeah has changed our lives in so many ways. She sells all kinds of courses. She sells books. She sells experiences, right? And when we have bought one of the services that she was selling, I was, we were so excited jumping up and down because we were about to do something amazing And we were excited about spending that money to support her. It's an exchange of energy, right? It's like Mm -hmm. she's creating a service that is going to inspire, help us in some kind of a way. And we're supporting her in that venture. And it's this beautiful exchange of energy. And so if she didn't sell any of that stuff, she'd be keeping it to herself. It would have completely changed the trajectory of my life. Oh, uh, 100%. So, I would still be, I, I can't imagine where I would be without purchasing that masterclass. Spirit Junkie Masterclass. I, I mean, I it literally, literally changed my life. Right. Like, and saved, she, saved my life in a way. Yeah. Like, and she sold the shit out of that oh, course. She's, she talked about it Everywhere all she could get a chance. damn day. And some people might find that annoying, but I find it like, girl. You got to get out there. You got to talk about what you're doing because if you don't, nobody is going to know about it, Mm -hmm. right? So we just went on a tangent about the selling, but I think that's important for any new person getting into the side hustle because any kind of a side hustle, you're going to be selling something, whether it's yourself, whether it's a product, whether it's a a course, whatever, like you're going to be talking and selling, period. And we got to change the way that we think about selling. Absolutely. If but you I, want it I, to be a, I, a positive experience. I just think it all comes down to that heart-centered belief, right? Yeah. You know that you're giving something of value to mm-hmm. somebody that you would be literally doing a disservice if you did not share about it. Exactly. Period. Hands down. Okay, yeah, moving I think, on. Let's jump into um, how, how do you know what you want to do? Yep. Okay, so I just want to say this and then you can say whatever, yeah. but um, this is a famous a, fam- a famous quote. But Was I guess it from it, you? No, uh, it should be. I, w- I wish I could take credit for this. But one of our other teachers that we love is Marie Forleo. Oh, uh, yeah. And she she says a couple of like a couple? crazy Jesus. things that are so amazing. But one thing that has really stood out to me is she says, clarity comes from taking action. Mm-hmm. Right? Not from sitting around talking about it, thinking about it, researching it, brainstorming it, figuring it out, weighing your options, pros and cons, let's... You could go round and round and round and round. Clarity comes from actually doing the thing and then seeing how it feels, right? Seeing what comes out of it. Mm-hmm. That's how you begin to take steps towards what you want. So this is getting into like what I think comes up the most is when we are talking to people about creating something in their life, whether it's a side hustle, transitioning into a new job, whatever it is. They're like, but I don't know what I would want to do. I don't really have any passions. I don't really have hobbies. So this is what we want to say to those people. And I also want to add to that what you just said, because one, I just broke down Marie's book yesterday. 
um, into like a worksheet kind of format for ourselves and for students and things like that. But one thing that um, she says in the book that really captivated me was basically listeners right now, you're listening to this podcast, like take a moment to look around the room, look where you are. If you're driving, look around, like really take inventory of what's around you. Everything around you, your car, your room, your lights, your fan, everything, your bed, that was an idea. That started as a thought, as Mm -hmm. an idea, which then somebody put to action and now you have in your possession. Right. Everything. And so that's what's crazy is like really looking at it as a lot of people will say, man, I had that idea and now it's out there. Like I've said that so many times. But the difference between me and that person is they put it to action. Yep. Because you're not, I guarantee you, you're not the only one with the idea. It's probably out there a thousand times, hundred thousand times, but the difference is the people that actually took a step to do it. Right. And I think even taking a step back from that too, because that's true. It's like we all have great ideas. It's the people who take actions. People had tons of ideas of creating a course for travelers. Guess what? We are the first ones to do it because Mm -hmm. we took action on that idea. Right. Mm -hmm. That's the most important part. But even taking it a step backwards, what if you don't even know the action that you want to take? Because that's where people are feeling stuck is like, I don't even know what I want to do. Fuck action. Right. I don't even know what I want to do. You know, and I think that comes from again. So clarity comes from just taking the right next step. And so having fun, exploring different different things like putting yourself out there in situations that you normally won't try try new like go to a cooking class like for instance when I I went back way back when when you and I when Aaron and I first got together 12 years ago and I was going through this big like transformational change with myself where I didn't know who I was what I liked had no hobbies besides drinking and smoking. Shit, you were jealous and of me for playing softball. I was jealous of Aaron because he had hobbies. He played softball and you played guitar. You were you were wanting to like learn that. You I was know? a beautiful singer. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you had all the things. Like, I was such a hater. You had like all these gifts, and I'm like, which I'm not, by the way. Fuck, I have like nothing to clarify. offer the world. And so I was like, damn. I really got to dig in and see like, what do I like to do? Because I had never even asked myself that. And so I think that's the first step, asking yourself, what do you actually like to do and giving yourself some space to kind of think about things. So it's like, I knew I like to go to the beach. I like to write. I like to journal. Um, And so I started doing that. Like, was that, I didn't know where that was going to lead, but I know that was like one thing that I like to do. I tried, um, so I just tried a bunch of random things, but I tried like making jewelry. You did. And oh my gosh, that was just a hot mess because I'm like the most impatient person in the world and trying to thread like a tiny wire into like a tinier hole. I just would rip everything to shreds. You tried baking? I tried baking. Um, what? Like I just, well, I started I, to try can things. Can I interject one time? So Kim said that she liked writing. And so we started talking about maybe she should go to a writing class or, and that's another thing is really like taking action might be, I'm going to go to a writing class. You signed up for something online. Didn't I you? did. Where, I did a writing course online. Writing course online. Yep. But that was the first step. But I remember sitting out on the swing one Sunday. It was like a beautiful Florida Sunday, Sunday day. And we were sitting out there and you said, can I read you something I wrote? And that was a big step for you to actually step out and do that. And I remember sitting there thinking that I was like overwhelmed with emotion because Mm. I was like, I cannot believe, because I'd never seen that from you ever, Mm. never heard anything that you've ever wrote. 
And I, I remember the feeling of as you were reading it to me, and it was your writing and, and your heart was on the page, you had the ability to export me to that time that you're writing about. I literally felt like I was on a cloud mm -hmm. looking down on that time as you were explaining and writing that out. And that is a gift to be able to take somebody that has no understanding of what you're writing about and put me there mm -hmm. and allow me to have the feelings. That was the first time I was ever like, holy shit, this is something that you are naturally good at. Right. Thank you. I appreciate it. And, and, but again, that was like, oh, I like to write. Hmm. Let me explore it. What's the next step? I did this online course and then I, you know, started writing more. And, and so I we just started that blog and then we started a spider pug. Oh lifestyle. my God. That's so embarrassing. <laughs> I think it's probably even still on the internet. Probably. You can Google it. Spider pug lifestyle. That name is a mess. Yeah. Um, but we started a blog, mm -hmm. right? And so it was just kind of like one thing after another. But like, I challenge you to really, even if you're like, I'm, I'm somebody who has no passions, no interests, nothing. Like, really start diving in because there's always things layered down deep. But we have to give ourselves space and time to like dig in and then start trying. So that's where the 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 clarity comes from. Action. Try something. I tried the the jewelry. Oh my god. It was a mess, right? Mm -hmm. I tried the baking. I hate cooking. Mm -hmm. I hate, no, right? But it's like, I slowly started to kind of find my way. And as travelers, we're, we're always in new places. Like, get involved with like different things, like do different meetups that are going on, right? Maybe do a hiking meetup. Maybe do like a cooking class meetup. Like, just get out there. Even if you're like, ah, gosh, I don't know. Try, 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 try new things and see how it feels. Well, yeah, I mean, when we first started traveling, I was writing, and I, I realized, like, I wrote some really good things, which I really enjoyed, <laughs> but I realized in doing it, it was nothing that I could be consistent with because my brain moves faster than my pen, mm -hmm. and so it got frustrating for me. And then I was playing the guitar, which I really love to do, and I was, like, really going at it, but I realized that I didn't have the passion enough to stay with it and just do scales and do like all the things, the dexterity exercises, like that stuff was boring to me. All I wanted to do is be able to play a song around a campfire yeah. and everybody be like, whoa, like that's cool. So that's not going to continue to go. Right. But it was taking action and seeing like. Exactly. I, right. Yeah. And, and, you know, another example of that for us is, you know, one of the first side hustles we've, we ever did was we were, it was my first assignment, our second assignment. And we were in Wisconsin in the middle of winter. And we found this totally tiny, random kettlebell gym. And that's one of the first things we do is we find a new gym. And, you know, long story short, there's a whole other podcast about this, but we had had our own health transformation together. It was a big part of our life. It was something we were super passionate about. So we started at this gym. And then meeting the guys, it was two brothers. And they were, like, super cool. It was like a close-knit community of people. And we started going and, and Aaron wasn't working at the time and he was hanging out with them and it kind of led into like, oh my gosh, like, whoa, like we love working out. We love healthy living. Let's become personal trainers. Let's train other people. Let's teach other people how to get healthy. And we were like inspired by just joining that gym, which led to us becoming personal trainers and starting our own business 
as trainers and health and fitness people. Well, it was so funny right? because I wasn't working at the time and that was the first time I'd ever had any sort of downtime to figure this stuff out. I literally went to that gym and I was like, this gym needs to be out into the public. This is a generally unhealthy area of the Midwest that you guys are doing big things. And so I literally asked them to print out little cards like 500 of them and I walked around town and handed them to people which is completely out of my comfort zone and I froze up literally because it was Wisconsin in the winter yeah but also like mentally you were like their marketing because I couldn't I realized that that was scary for me to just walk up to somebody and hand them a card but it put me out of my comfort zone and, and I really loved what they were doing and I wanted to be a part of that yeah And so, again, if you remember anything from this episode, clarity comes from taking action. 100%. We got clear. So, well, we took action in starting our own business Mm -hmm. where we did circuits around San Francisco, all the parks. I started, I went to the IIN. I became a health coach. We started having clients over at our house. We did an online uh, workout and nutrition program thing. And we just kept taking action and clarity, the clarity came from us doing it and realizing, you know what, like we we were so passionate about health and fitness, but it's honestly not something that we want to do as like a full-time gig, right? And so we would never have known that had we not taken the steps to actually put it into practice to see how we felt about it, right? And I want to add to that. And that too, was our first side hustle. Basically, that was our first side hustle. But if you look at that, is it depends on how you want to word it, right? A lot of people will be like, "Oh, but you failed at your business." Hell, no, we didn't. Like, we got clear, we took action, and the amount of things that we learned from that oh my God. has now catapulted us to where we are now. Because from that time, I learned how to build websites. Mm-hmm. I learned how to edit videos. I learned how to figure out what we wanted to do, and we are not far off of what we did then. It's just a lot more clear and a lot more driven because we wanted to have relationship corner, workouts. We wanted to have mindfulness, spirituality, all those things that we love talking about. And we wanted to be teachers. We just realized that we didn't want to do it in the fitness world. We didn't want to do workouts all the time. Like I like working out for myself, but like I did not want to train other people. And I didn't want to have to like get on camera and like think of workouts every week. It was like horrible it was and it wasn't like we're it's something we're passionate about but it's not our passion exactly so it has led us now because we actually just started laughing the other night of looking back of looking where we are now and we are not far off the only thing we don't do is teach fitness exactly and every every step that you take is gearing you up and helping you prepare for your next step right so that whole venture wasn't a failure it's, and it depends on how you look at it. It's all about perception and mindset. But it's like, what did we learn from that? What did we grow? So that, how did we grow from that experience? So like Aaron said, it prepped us where we became so savvy in the digital world, an online world that we were so not familiar with before. So that when we were, when we were ready to do our first travel training or build our course, we already knew how to do all the back-end online things. We didn't have to learn that from scratch. And so, anyways, um, just know that you gotta take steps. You gotta get into action. You gotta get into motion. You gotta get, you gotta start moving. And then just trust that every step is leading you to your right next step, then the right next step. And always asking yourself, what can I learn from this? How can I grow from this? What feels good? What doesn't feel good? What am I getting out of this? Like just asking yourself questions every step of the way 
and knowing that it's leading you down the path that you are meant I to go. I just lost my turn of thought. <laughs> meant to go? I just totally lost I just, what I was going to I, say. I wanted to ask you, do you want to get into, you know, a lot, I feel like this just kind of came to me, this kind of downloaded in a way, but a lot of people fear stepping out. Stepping out and putting themselves out there. Mm. And I don't know if that's something you want to touch on to end it, to, to really bring it in. Well, but I was going to end it with things to think about. So, yeah, let's talk but about... Because I, I, I want to actually leave them with some tangible tips of how they can start thinking about things. So, we'll end it with that. So, let's talk about... I think that's a great thing to talk about because yeah. that's huge. So, yeah, let's let's talk about putting our putting yourself out there. Anytime you're going after a passion project because a lot of people are like, I have these, these things I want to do, but... I don't like putting myself on camera. I don't like putting myself out there. I don't like opening up. And I think that's a big thing that, that freezes people yeah. and keeps them small. Yeah. It keeps people stuck because I get it. Like putting yourself out there in any way, whether it's online or even just talking with your friends or a group of people about something you're passionate about and something you are excited about. Like there's the fear of sounding stupid, of crickets nobody caring what you have to say people judging you or like your old friends from way back when or like your sister or whomever that's gonna see it and then like think like what is she doing you know like there's all these um fears around being seen and that is really sad (laughs) because it does hold people back and but it's it's a part of it. Like you have to put yourself out there in order to share your message. And honestly, there's many times you and I showed up and it was crickets. We were just talking about this the other day, but we did a webinar like way back when, when we were first doing our like fitness stuff and we had one person. No, it was humiliating. (laughs) No, we literally had one person, but we were acting like there was a hundred on there. We were like, oh, all these questions are rolling in. Uh, we were hoping they couldn't know. They didn't know they were the but only now one. now that we figured it out, we realized <laughs> that they were seeing the same screen. So they could see that there was one person on and they were that one person. And then they were like, nobody's asking questions because <laughs> the questions are open to the screen. Like we could see, she could see her questions. She's like, I see you. I like, know. Yeah. It was, okay, that was embarrassing. Yeah. But here's the thing. It can only go up from there. We could have. Pretended we had technical difficulties and just hung up, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> ah, like, yeah, like we lost service, right? And hung up. But instead of doing that, we showed up for that one person. We gave her our best performance. After we got out over that. And we had, we delivered so much value to her. She was so blown away Mm -hmm. she ended up becoming a coaching client of mine Mm -hmm. and we made a huge impact on her fan she's still yeah yeah, number one fan so again even if you're showing up and you think it's crickets you never know who's watching because lots of people watch but they don't engage we have a lot of lurkers because guess what they don't want to be seen either right Mm -hmm. they're they don't want to put themselves out there either so you never know who's watching there's tons of people who reach out to us and i'm like who are you i've never even like like, I've been watching you guys for so long. I'm your Dude. biggest fans. I'm like, where have you been? They're that lurking is, in the shadows. That is a goosebump moment because I don't know their names. They they are always watching and they're very keen on every... They'll repeat tons of yeah. stuff that we say. And it's like, I've never seen your footprint online ever. Yeah, exactly. And, and I think for me, so I'll just be like talking personally about myself. Like, 
you know, one of my fears was that, you know, we were going to be talking about things. And here's the thing is like, you know, when you're passionate about things and you're sharing about things, maybe you've grown, maybe you've evolved, maybe you've changed and, you know, you're talking about things that maybe you weren't talking about a couple of years ago. And so it, I felt like I, we were going to get on and talk about something and then like, you know, my friends from back then or like, you know, my sister or people I'm close with were going to be like, who is this girl who's talking about this? Like, that's not her. Like, and to, to feel like silly, you know? I feel like a fraud. Yeah. And, and I was really nervous about that. And, and so just know, and we should do like a whole episode on this because it's so, I think it's so important, but just know like you gotta, you gotta like, we gotta work through that of like, actually nobody really cares. Nobody cares. No, either they're not going to watch you or they're going to think you're silly, but who freaking, so because like uncle Ron thinks you're silly because he knew you from a couple years ago and now you're talking about something different, you're going to let that hold you back from actually showing up and just speaking your truth and sharing about something you're passionate about? Who gives a fuck? Right. And I think one of our biggest tips, and it's really helped me personally, and I know it's helped you as well, is we we literally, before every podcast, Kim and I say a prayer. Mm -hmm. And we say, allow us to just speak to the people that need to hear this message. And when you really own that, and, and take that into practice and really just take that in, it really releases you from all sorts of judgment. Because again, the fear of judgment is your own insecurity. That's yeah. your own insecurity coming out of like what people are going to say about you. If you feel like a fraud, you're going to come across as a fraud. If you mm-hmm. feel like you're a badass, you're going to come across as a badass. And like, that's just the way it is. And so we always say, allow us to say what we're meant to say and allow the people that need to hear this to hear this. Right. And there's just no, it just releases you to just be you. Yeah. And be your most authentic self. Like own every part of who you are. Own your personality. I think that's why you and I have, you know, been so successful in the healthcare traveling industry in our Facebook group, in our course, in our trainings is because you and I show up fully as ourselves. Like we are Kim and Aaron. Nobody can ever, yeah, like our person like we don't we just show up as us we're not trying to be anyone else we we say what we want to say we um we're not trying to prove anything yeah we're not trying to like we're not trying to play into anybody of like oh we should be this way or like we don't care we just show up as ourselves and i think people can feel that authenticity and so they like us we shouldn't use profanities because that's not what the professional world is right i wouldn't make it a second exactly and I, and I think we're seeing that more and more is people just coming out as themselves. And, and again, that's what separates you as well. It's another side note. It's what separates you. It, it, you're never going to do something again, really, rarely. I mean, 0.01% is doing something so unique that nobody's doing it. The thing that separates you is you, period. Right. So people come to you for you. That's why there's, I say this all the time, there's millions of pizza restaurants, there's millions of coffee shops, there's Mm -hmm. millions of health coaches, Mm -hmm. but there's only one of you. Right. Like it's, it's crazy. There's tons of personal trainers. There's tons of people that do courses. Like you are what separates that. And if you can't hone into that and own that, like, and be, and when you're just yourself, people who identify with you, and that are attracted to you are going to be the ones that want to be in your presence, that want to work from you, that want to buy from you, period, right? Like, 
Aaron said there's millions of options, but like we personally always, like for instance, we, when we started this podcast, we wanted to buy a course because that's what we do. We buy courses because as we said before, I like to get a process going and there's millions of podcast courses, but guess what? And, and all of them probably would have been great in their own way, but we chose to buy the course from the person that we liked the most and we liked her personality and we knew we would want to learn from her specifically because of who she is, even though she might have, somebody else might have had more tips and tricks in it, but like we wanted to learn from the person we identified with, right? Mm -hmm. And so you people can't identify with you unless you are showing up as your true self. So own every part of you. If you're weird, be weird. If you're, if you're like a comic, be, you know, be funny. Like if you curse, curse. If like, Whatever it is, just like own every part and don't ever think that you have to be a certain way to attract people because people will be attracted to you that are like you, right? Well, I think it's funny too is that you were telling me that our our brother-in-law or yeah, our brother-in-law, I guess it'd be yours too, um, literally- yeah, he got into fixing up Broncos. Mm-hmm. So he got an he got an older Bronco. He's fixing it up, and then you were telling me that there's this whole community of people who fix up Broncos. Like who knew? Who knew? Right. But that's just 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 a point to tell you there's a community. Your people are out there for everyone. And if I'm sure, if we googled it right now, there's probably a course. A, a process of like how you could fix up your Bronco or how, right? Guaranteed. And it's so funny because we think like we're all alone and then you dive in and you realize, oh my God, there's all these niche communities that you never even knew about. We're going to New Zealand and we're doing a, a camper van. And when, once you start researching, you realize, oh my God, there's thousands and thousands. There's whole communities that just talk specifically about camper vanning in New Zealand. There's courses about it. Like, it's like blows there's my mind. It's like, what? Three week, four week, six week, like yeah. detailed trips all online. Yeah. So once you just dive in and get started, things start to reveal themselves to you. And then the last thing I wanted to say, just to circle back to the one person on our webinar, that when you do put yourself out there, because you will, and you're yourself and you're authentic, even if just one person shows up, just one or five, whatever, Give them everything you have, even if it's, you know, like treat, deliver how you would deliver if there was a hundred people, right? Give them everything you have, show up for them, give them all the attention, answer all their questions and really give them a, a world-class experience regardless of the number of it. And don't feel embarrassed by it. We all start from somewhere. We all grow from somewhere. And that person is going to go tell their friend like, oh my God, this was so much this was so cool. Like you should check it out. You know what I mean? 100%. So don't be upset if it's one person. Well, like, you have to start somewhere. Yeah, everybody's got to start somewhere. Everywhere. There's no such thing as an overnight success, period. Like there's just no such thing. You might have heard about somebody. I always use the, the term Macklemore. Everybody thinks Macklemore was an mm-hmm. overnight success. Yes, once his song hit, he blew up. Blew up. He was everywhere. But the thing that people don't know is Macklemore spent 10 years in his parents' basement yeah. perfecting his craft, serving the people he was serving. Keep He kept going and kept going and kept going. 10 years later, he's considered an overnight success. Right. And this that just brought up a good point because I, I definitely want to say this, is that whether you want to do a side hustle just for some extra cash or you want to transition into doing something more you know fulfilling in your life full time... 
It takes work. Oh. It takes time. It takes energy. End of story, period, explanation mark. Like, it is going to take... So, if you're just like, I'd love to do a side hustle, but I don't really, you know, want to put time into it. Then, like, it's not for you, girl, because this takes time. Depending on how in-depth you want to go with it. Like, obviously, we're transitioning into doing this work full time and so this is like a full-time gig for us we put a lot of energy a lot of time everything we have because we're so passionate about it and it's it's something that lights us up and that we want to do fully but even if you just want to do something on the side it's going to take your time and energy so if you are not interested in putting time and energy into something then like turn this off right now. Well, that's There's where no the point. but that's also where the love comes in, and that's where we keep saying if you don't have a love or a passion for it, you're gonna fade exactly. out. If you do something just to make money, I guarantee you, you will fizzle out because when things get tough, yeah. money is not enough to keep you going. Oh, it's just God, not. No. You have to have a love and a passion to where when we were building a traveler school, when we're planning our adventure trips that's brand new for us, literally I could be in the computer and planning for twelve hours and look up at Kim and be like holy shit, we've been doing this for 12 hours. That happened last night. It happened last night. It was night. midnight, it and was... I was like, holy crap, we got to go to bed. Like, we've been in this for hours, but yeah. we got lost in it. Yeah, because we love it, mm-hmm. and, and that's another trick. That's just another yeah. tip. Like, so just know it's going to take some time. Even if you can just give an hour a day, That yeah. that's something. But it's going to take some time, right? Okay. Fire, fire off your final. Okay, the last thing that we wanted to get into is... Just some things to kind of think about Um, because we want to give some tangible takeaways of if you're just like, okay, like maybe you don't know what the side hustle will look like or your passion project, but you you want to start thinking about it because this sounds fun to you as a way to make extra money, do something that's of service to others. um, And have a project, have have like something that because, again, it's like. I love, you know, again, our business is almost like a hobby because that's what we do in our free time. Mm But instead of, you know, watching television every night when we get home from work. <laughs> For six, seven hours. Yeah, like, and granted, there's definitely times that we freaking binge watch some crazy shit. But for the most part, we want to put our energy into things that feel fulfilling. That you go to bed like, damn, that was great, man. Like, you're productive. It just feels good. And so, um, what was I saying? I don't even know. Well, I have no clue what I was just saying. Passion projects, coming in and doing something. You're watching TV instead oh, of Oh, but yeah, like, but it's doing something that like feels feels good, feels rewarding, right? Okay, so here's some things to think about. Asking yourself these questions, and this kind of goes back to, again, if you're trying to figure out what your hobbies are or what you're passionate about and you're just not sure yet, right? So asking yourself, like, what are you naturally really good at? Mm-hmm. I'll add on top of that. What are what are things that people come to you for all the time? Yeah, that maybe you don't. And this is funny, taking uh. it all the way back. Before, when we were like into our fitness business, right? We didn't even realize that people were always coming to us all the time, asking us questions about traveling, about how they could travel. Oh, so many how questions. How we live the life we do. Yeah. And we were like, we were answering them. We're like, whatever, let's just get back to our fitness business. We didn't even realize that we were experts already. And people were always coming to us. And I even gave the idea to a friend of ours at a bar. I was like, you should build like a website that helps travelers. And she's like, you should do that. You guys are the ones that know all this. And I'm like, I'm strictly fitness. Yeah, we like, we were so resistant Mm -hmm. to being 
healthcare workers. We yep. wanted to get out of it and just be fitness people yeah. that we didn't even realize, oh my God, people come to us all the time about this. Like we probably know a couple of things that would help other people, right? Enter our first training. Oh my God, who knew? It was right, right. in front of us. So what's right in front of you? What do people come to you for? What are you naturally good at? What do you naturally love talking about? Like, what do you find yourself always talking about? Is it, you know, healthy cooking, vegan cooking, um, you know, doing like uh, creative projects or like art projects like with your kid or making homemade baby food or I don't know, whatever. Like, what do you talk about? What are you into? Because even if you don't think it's a hobby, what are you always gravitated to that you would spend your time doing and you do spend, okay, Mimi. Mimi. Sorry. Freaking dog. I know. Um, so yeah, ask yourself those questions. I think one thing that really turned it for me was, um, and we're not going to get into a therapy session, so I'm just going to challenge you with mm-hmm. this question. When you open your eyes in the morning and you put your feet down on the floor, what is the first thought you have? What is that first thing that you think about that says, wow. I wish I was getting up to do this mm-hmm. and really like getting clear with that because it took me a while from being like, I just don't want to get out of bed to like go to the hospital. But it was like, what's the first thing that lights me up? What's something that I would love to hit the floor and, and do? Like if I could just create anything, what would that be? Right. And again, going back to like, if you don't know what that is, right. trying different things Correct. to figure that out. Another big thing is, what do you know that can help make the experience that can make somebody else's experience easier? Ooh. What process can you walk somebody through? That's huge, right? Anything that we build, uh, whether it's a side hustle, you want to do a business, a course, whatever, it's solving somebody's problem, making it easier for them to get through a process. What do you know really well that could help somebody else, right? Enter traveler school. We created a process that streamlines learning about our industry in the most efficient way possible. That is solving a problem for a traveler who doesn't want to research all the things alone. Literally, people, there is a course on Microsoft Excel, like how to be proficient at that. There's a course on how to go to New Zealand. There's a course on everything you can think of. Everything, you guys, everything. And when I first learned about courses, like, all the way back in what was it 2015, 2015. When, we, when I went to Gabby's um, Spirit Junkie Masterclass, Derek Halpern, who I'd never heard of before, was up on stage talking about courses and how you could make courses about this. And I'm like, what the heck is a course? I had I had never heard about it. I didn't know it was a thing. And he was going through all these people. And I was like, that was like my mind was blown that this was a whole industry I had no idea about, but that you can literally create a pro. And, a, and again, a course is just a process. Mm-hmm. You're taking people through a process. So what problem do you have an awesome solution to, right? That process. So um, maybe you could do, you know, RV travel. That's huge in our industry. So many people have questions they want to know. There's so many communities out there, right? There's a girl in our Facebook group, Joanna, if you're listening, what's up? But she travels in an RV with her kids. And she just started doing it and she's learning so much on the way. And people always have questions about RV travel and traveling with kids. And it's like, 
She lives it. She knows it. She has tips and tricks and processes. She could create a whole course specifically about RV travel with kids that somebody could buy and get a whole process and support system that would help their transition if they're thinking about doing that, making it easier for them. 100%. That's just an example, right? Um, but like homeschooling kids. Mm-hmm. That's another one. Homeschooling kids on the road. People have so many questions about it. So um, best route to take for travelers based on sites to see, guides to national parks, whatever it is. Like, what do you know a lot about that you can create a process for p- other people to be able to get into it and like have an easier experience, 100%. right? Um, this is all, again, what do people ask you about all the time? Um, what do you think is missing in a certain area? Mm-hmm. I think that's huge. Like a lot of businesses come from people wanting something for themselves and it not being available. Again, mm-hmm. traveler school didn't exist. We created it. So that's some, what is missing that you think could add value that might not be in the market yet. 100%. Um, how can you fill in the gap? And And basically like, that's where ideas come from. Like, thinking about it. Like, but also, I want to add to one of my tips that I wanted to say was, okay. um, you know, when I was back in Florida and I didn't know anything, and you know, I was like searching for that bubble, that, that line of communication that could open me up to something creative that I never knew existed. I used to say to you all the time that I wanted to go to these beautiful houses along Ponte Beach or Beach that are gorgeous, and I just wanted to knock on their door and ask them questions. I wanted to ask them what they do for a living. What So maybe there's a job out there or an entrepreneur journey or, or a product that they created or a process or a gap that they filled that I've never heard about. Right. But what I didn't know at the time is I don't have to knock on doors anymore. I just have to knock on my computer keys. Yeah. And I have to type in whatever I want to learn, YouTube, podcast, whatever it is, the information is out there for you. And I heard it from two of my favorite people, uh, Tom Billu and, and Lewis Howes during their interview. And Tom Billu said to Lewis, he said, nowadays, I think it was them actually, but nowadays uh, th- there was a kid who, who drew a picture to his teacher and they, the, the project was to draw the most successful person in your life. And the kid drew a Domino's pizza delivery mm-hmm. guy. And so the teacher wanted to ask him why he did that because that's the level, that's the most successful level that he's seen in his life. And he, he, he explained to the teacher that the other males and people in his life were in jail. So the only person that wasn't in jail and was doing things that he related to was his uncle who was a pizza delivery guy. Mm -hmm. So he looked at that as the most successful person in his life. So basically what what they related that to was you can only see the branch that's right in front of you. Mm -hmm. If you do not get out there and see more things, you can't see the other branches that you could reach. But the online world allows you to see those branches way up in the top of the trees that you never thought was possible for you. Yeah. So you can see a level of success that you will never see in your own bubble. Yeah. And so utilizing those tools online to listen to interviews, to listen to people that, that you've never heard of before, just explore it, see how you feel, and see if that triggers something inside of you that lights a fire. Yeah. And then explore it more because there's information out there for you. I love that. And I think that's such a, that's so important because we live in an age where we have access to so many different people that we normally would never have access to. Like through podcasts, through YouTube, through all, through books. I mean, books have always been around, but consume, like what we consume is what, like what we're consuming every single day is like, um, 
what is the word I'm looking for? I have no idea. Mm, is like triggering how we're like going through life and how we feel and like the actions that we're taking. So taking the time to consume things that are cracking you open, that are inspiring. Like that's why it, we watch a podcast in the morning on Sunday, drinking coffee, because what does it do? It inspires us. It gets us talking. It gets us like thinking about other things. We listen to podcasts in the morning. We read books. We watch interviews on people that are inspiring to us, people that aren't in our daily life, but we can have access to because of the internet. And that cracks us open to different ideas and stories and ventures and things that we're like, oh my God, Gosh, this is I like never knew so that was cool. possible. Yeah, and so consuming things in your life that make you feel good and make you think and spark something in you and inspire you and go keep going from there and keep reaching for more of that, mm-hmm. right? 100%. Um, so yeah, anyways, I mean, I hope that this episode was valuable. There's so many different tangents we can go on. I mean, this is obviously something we're super passionate about and I feel like we can totally break things down and even dive deeper into all kinds of things. I literally could talk to you all for another two hours. Easy. I know. Easy. I'm talking about building audiences, like all those things. Oh my gosh. There's, yeah, like this is, this is our jam. And so if you liked this episode, please leave us a review and let us know, like, do you want to hear more about entrepreneurial stuff? Because we have so many things that we can share and talk about that are like more specific. Yeah. Uh, let us know. Let yeah, us know. Absolutely. Reach out on, um, go to freedomandscrubs.com and there's a contact us. Like it goes straight to our email. Um, definitely like reach out to us. Let us know what you think. Um, if you're in our Facebook group, love you. Um, reach out to us again because you guys requested this episode. So yeah. let us know what you thought. Let us know the value you took away from it. Because again, we love hearing from you guys and we do these, you know, we do these as a, uh, a way for us to express our creative side but it's also for you guys we want you to take something away from this and have value so obby yeah for sure we'll end it there we will see you next week and um yeah stay inspired oh god (gasps) i want there's my sign off okay live big educate inspire adventure dream big live inspired i love it and stop snoring like a pug oh my god i know all right guys we'll see you next week all right y'all bye